0: Another edition of the Dean Leggy Show here on Dog Post. Thanks for joining me again. It's uh, Sunday night just after Georgia's lopsided win over the Vols. And now Georgia will turn their attention to to Carolina. The Gamecocks roll into Athens as a massive underdog. About 25 points the last time I checked. So that's a significant number. That, mathematically speaking, means that Carolina should not win the game, period. But we know this is sports. And that's uh, sort of a ridiculous uh, way of looking at things. Will Muschamp, former Georgia player, uh, now has coached Carolina and the Gators both. Uh, and for Will, you know, he, injury created a situation where Carolina went with a new quarterback, the Halinski kid. His brother played at Washington State, uh, and he has been this has been an up and down beginning of his career. Um, South Carolina really needs to establish the run. Which is challenging against Georgia, I think we all know, um, and that that's going to be something that um, uh, I, I will have to believe that to. Uh, I'll have to see that to believe it. I mean, we don't know what is going to ha- what the situation is with Jordan um, Davis right now in Athens. Uh, he came back on the sideline last night with a boot on. Um, they throw so. On the field, you can see a lot of different things that you wouldn't necessarily see on um, up top, or at least you get a better look at them. Uh, he was grabbing the middle section of his shin. It was higher than his ankle. So it could be a high ankle sprain rather than just an ankle sprain. Kirby described it as an ankle sprain last night. I thought that would really hurt Georgia in the game against the balls, but as it turns out, it didn't really make a ton of difference for Tennessee. They had a hard time running the ball, only 70 yards uh, in the entire game. That's not going to get the job done. So another inexperienced quarterback for Carolina. Excuse me, for Georgia. And this time with Carolina, Selinski. Um, And as you look down this season as it goes on for Georgia, Kelly Bryant is not, you know, a new quarterback. He's he's new at Mizzou. But, you know, this week you're going to have uh, Helensky. The week after that, Kentucky has a new quarterback replacing the freshman who started a season ago who would be a sophomore now. Get a week off, and then obviously the Gators dealing with their situation at quarterback with Felipe Franks gone for the season. The new kid coming in looked like he hurt his knee for sure, and he didn't it looks like. So now you've got a, a, a new quarterback with him being in there, obviously without Franks. The week after that, I think they play uh, Mizzou, which you know Kelly Bryant is banged up a little bit apparently. So, uh, and then the week after that, Nicks for Auburn, and then Mund for A and So you've got Kelly Bryant and Mund, who are the uh, the meat and the sandwich of new quarterbacks for Georgia to deal with, and Georgia Tech, of course, breaking in a new system and a new quarterback too, or at least just newness at Tech, generally speaking. Tennessee and Tech are having seasons that you'd like to forget. Let's roll back real quick uh, from last night. Take a listen to what Kirby had to say after Georgia's lopsided win over the Vols. Georgia uh, now tied with Ohio State at number three in the AP rankings. So a curious thing. Ohio State has played well. Let's listen to Kirby and we'll talk about Ohio State and the Dogs on the other side. Well, I felt like we were wearing them down, and, but we were wearing them down in a better style than just having to run the ball all the time. Jake was doing a good job mixing it up, I thought Coley did a good job mixing up the calls. Uh, they were playing you know, quite a bit of split safety coverage, which that's what they do and you usually have good box looks, but we were able to uh, throw the ball um, and be efficient with it. And uh we gave up some explosive on defense and and kids bounced back for that you know they, that was tough on them and they, they made a really good play call against a really good defense and so I was proud of those guys you can't ever know um as it relates to the rankings with Georgia and Ohio State now being tied at number three of course it all really doesn't matter I mean Georgia will play the Gators the Gators will play LSU Auburn and the Gators have already played Alabama and LSU will play and then the the division winners, uh, if they're undefeated or not, will meet, and the winner of that game will go to the college football playoff for all intents and purposes. So um, that Ohio, St- I think Ohio State has, if has made a very good claim to being the number one team in the country, uh, and being the number one team in the country is awesome in October and in November and in September and in August. But Georgia, I think, is past being ranked number one. I think this is a program that now only wants to end the season number one. And if you think Georgia's the best team in the country, I I don't think there's a lot of argument coming from me either. Their style is just different than... their foes. I mean, they're the teams they haven't yet played. This is going to be an interesting week in college football. I mean, you have two really big games that people are going to be able to watch because uh, they're not going up against against one another. You've got the OU Texas game. If Texas wins that game, that's a big deal for the SEC. That could mean that the second SEC school, whether it's a divisional loser or the conference championship loser, gets into the playoff. A one loss Oklahoma. I don't know if they would get in over a one-loss Alabama, one-loss LSU, one-loss Georgia, and a one-loss one-loss Gators, or one-loss Auburn. Um, would they get in over one-loss Penn State, one-loss Ohio State? You know, I don't, I don't know. So this is a really, really big game uh, to watch for the SEC. If you're watching and you pull for SEC schools, you're definitely going to want Oklahoma to lose because. LSU has already beaten Texas, and then everybody in the Big 12 would eventually, with the exception of Baylor, who has not yet lost, they would all have a loss. Uh, And then, of course, the best two teams in the Big 12 meet for the Big 12 championship, so still a long way to go in all these conferences, too. I would say, for me right now, I would probably go Ohio State 1, Georgia 2, Alabama 3, or any, those three look the best so far to me. If you want to jumble the order there, that's fine. I would probably go LSU right after that. That would be your four. Uh, Oklahoma and then Clemson. Uh, I wouldn't have put Auburn in that mix. I won't put Florida in that mix. And I'm not ready to put Notre Dame in there yet. But Notre Dame is another team this week now that you get to see, hey, you know they're playing USC, who is not great, but they are Powerful enough to beat Notre Dame, even though they're on their third quarterback, I think it is, or second for sure. This is a, an important week. I mean, you got SC Notre Dame, you've got Texas OU, and then obviously you've got uh, LSU Gators. That game is consequential on a lot of levels. If Florida goes down to beat LSU in Baton Rouge, then we've all missed something in a big, big way. I mean, they've looked like hot garbage most games florida uh there's been something wrong you watch them play tennessee that was a terrible football game you watch them play auburn that was not a well-played football game you watch the miami game not good kentucky game not good but huge but they've won so they are still in the ballpark um and they're not they're, they're kind of running out of games to lose too i mean they deal with lsu georgia missouri after that, I don't really know who the Gators, you know, would lose to. Their Western opponents have already beaten Auburn, and they deal with LSU. I mean, everybody else in the East they should beat. I thought there was a time when South Carolina could beat them in games in uh, in Columbia, and it's still not impossible. But uh, South Carolina has just been disappointing this year. I mean, you watch them play Kentucky. Uh, My good friend Josh Kendall called it a rock, he expected a rock fight and it was nothing but a rock fight. These are not solid teams that that Georgia will be dealing with these next two weeks. They are limited in many ways. They are limited uh, in experience at the quarterback position. The Carolina running back feaster is pretty good. Um... But there's so much that wears on you over time with Georgia. That's the real issue with all these teams dealing with the dogs is when, you, when you're when you on the field and you can hear the pop or you're on the field and you can hear the gasping of of both teams, but certainly the opposition to Georgia usually is having a hard time by about the start of the fourth quarter or 10 minute mark of the fourth quarter. It becomes a very difficult time. We've only seen two team, well, two teams, but the same program, Alabama, come from behind to beat Georgia uh, since Kirby's been there. Well, Tech did in 2016, but I'm talking about from 17 on. It's tough to keep up with these guys um, with this Georgia, this Georgia offense, and the defense just holds no quarter. They will throw you off the ship. Um, This is a good Georgia team. This is a less than good South Carolina team. Georgia should win big. That is at noon. is not ideal for the hype machine. But the time change in a game where someone's a a three-and-a-half touchdown favorite, I mean, Georgia's not Clemson, uh, or Georgia's not a Pac-12 school where you just don't know what it's going to be from one week to week. I expect Georgia to completely come, come in and dominate this game. Carolina, uh, they just they don't have it right now. And they've, they've not had it in a while. This would be 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. This would be the fifth straight game that Georgia would have won over Carolina. And doing so in double digits is not out of the question either. Georgia has beaten Carolina a lot. And Carolina's had, you know, obviously that good run at the start of this decade but georgia's not beating south carolina like this lately so we'll see what the result is and we'll see how georgia plays but i mean you know georgia was you know surviving against South Carolina in the 2000s and the 90s even. They've been punishing them of late. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for joining me for another edition of Dean Legge's Show. Subscribe on YouTube. We will see you over on the website if you're listening on iTunes. Thank you very much. Go to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. We'll see you over on the website.